Welcome to the Currently Cringing Podcast. I'm your host, Anisha Ramakrishna. I'm a TV personality and entrepreneur. Join me as I spill the chai on my cringeworthy life experiences with a side of dating, pop culture, and lots of laughs. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I'm Sinead Grimes-Beach. And I'm Annalyn McCord. After years spent playing best friends on screen on 90210. And fighting like hell behind the scenes. Ah, yes. How could I forget? (laughs) We made it out of our time in Young Hollywood on a show that shared names with the most iconic zip code in the world. Bonded for life, but not without a shit ton of baggage in tow. Now we are back together letting it all hang out on our new podcast, Unzipped. Tune in and unzip with us and our brilliant guests every Wednesday, wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Anisha Ramakrishna, and I'm an Indian entrepreneur and TV personality with big dick energy. I recently left my successful career and my long-term relationship to pursue my own fashion business. I'm single in my mid-30s, and I live with my parents. I'm currently cringing, and I know you are too. Hey guys, welcome to Currently Cringing. Today, we are talking about long-distance relationships with my long-distance BFFs, Aditya Bise and Sheetal Patel. Welcome back, guys. Hey, guys. We're excited to be back. Always a pleasure. So a little bit about my background on long-distance relationships. I, as many of you know, was in a 12-year relationship. Of those 12 years, six of those years were long-distance. He lived in D.C. I lived in New York. And ultimately, it did not work out because neither of us wanted to move to a city to be together. And maybe because of that experience, I am not a fan of long-distance relationships. I do not want to date someone far away. Sheets. So I'm a huge fan of long-distance relationships. You know, as you know, I started dating again this year. I've jumped back in. And I I realized after I started dating again that all of the guys in New York, you know, I've 
I've gone through all of them. I've dated, you know, every single guy here. There's a lot of recycling in New York, you know, so I feel like for me, I had to sort of get outside of that bubble. Um, And I also grew up here. So it's just a lot of the same people. And I felt like, you know, for me, it would be good to just get out of that. And I've actually met some really interesting people being open to long distance. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, And I unfortunately will have to put the counterpoint, agree a little bit with Anisha. Um, But I think most importantly is you have to define long distance in your 20s versus 30s because they're a very, very different game, in my opinion. And also, what is a long distance relationship? Because you have your, you know, medium distance relationships, you know, New York, Boston, Philly, DC, and you think a train away versus, you know, a cross country flight away, New York, LA, or doing the Asia to New York flight, which is where you have to deal with time zones and all of that as well. So, what was your experience, Dits, in long distance? Yes, yeah, so it was very different. Like I mentioned on earlier pods, I was uh, 26 and I was living in Hong Kong. And dating someone who is in India, which is basically the equivalent of like New York and San Francisco, um, both like with the time zones and with the, you know, the flights, the red eyes, all that. But what was difficult was that she was like very sheltered and like she couldn't really visit me like for a while until her parents were comfortable. And I was always in India for work and I had friends in Bombay. So it wasn't that bad for me. Like it wasn't like totally out of my way, but it was a little frustrating that I always was kind of like every three weeks having to go there. So that kind of took a straight out of the relationship. Yeah. In my case, we met Friday through Monday for six years, even though we had been together total 12 years. And I think it takes a toll on you. I also think, like you said, to your point, long distance in your 20s is very different from long distance in your 30s. So in my case, now in my late 30s, as an elder millennial, I did not want to be in a long distance relationship. So I compromised and I moved to Arizona of all places for love. And so I think, you know, timing is also everything. Yeah. And uh, I would say the same, like the reason we didn't work out was because I'm not going to say like she was dishonest, but I think she thought she could live somewhere else. Like she was a girl from Pune. Like she thought she could live in Hong Kong or London or New York, which are like three places where I've lived the last 15 years. And when push came to shove after a year or so, she was like, I can't wait for our life in Bombay together. I was like, look, I love visiting Bombay. I love my friends there. I have a home, family home there. I'm never going to live there. I will never live there. And that was sort of what the final straw was for us. And no hard feelings, but that's just how that ended. I mean, that's the thing though, right? I feel like if, if you're doing long distance, like what Anish did, one person is ultimately going to have to sacrifice and make that move. And then, you know, to your point, I do think long distance in your thirties is very different than in your twenties because, you know, like Anisha and I, we were definitely looking to settle down. And so I feel like now when you meet somebody and you're doing long distance, you're not really going in with the mindset of like, okay, I'm going to casually date this person. Long distance requires so much effort, so much work, you know, travel money. It's a huge investment on both sides. So I feel like that in itself makes it more serious. I would also say that like in, in the terms of expectations, I think maybe we have to talk about this, like, especially like with Indian culture, like, you know, in your twenties, parents are a little weird about a girl, like visiting someone and staying over or whatever. Whereas like in your thirties, it's like, it's almost weird if you don't do that, you know, especially because I was like 26, 27 dating a 23 year old. So that time it was like very different at that age. Yeah. And I think a big part of maybe why my first relationship of 12 years failed was because 
in my 20s, there was no option to move in with a guy. That just doesn't happen. And now in my late 30s, my mom's like, move in with anybody. <laughs> just move. He's taking you out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, know. I think, Anisha, I think we're in the same boat in that, you know, our parents are like, I don't give a shit if he's in Antarctica. Just like, go make it work, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I was telling people if this didn't work out for whatever reason, my mom has already told me you cannot come back home, you know, out of love. It's coming from a place of love and tough love. But she said, you need to just go build your own life, whether or not you're single with someone, but you can't come back home. I think if I said I was coming back home right now, she'd hire a security guard. (laughs) And also with long distance, again, we're in these millennial relationships. Like I've mentioned, I am now in one where it's a lot of 50-50 and it's like, who visits and who pays for you? And I'm still a traditional girl, as are you, Sheets. And I think the guy has to do most of the visits. I do. I agree with you in that. Um, I'm not trying to set women back, but I think that the, with our personalities and what we want, you know, we want to be swept off our feet. We want the masculine energy to stay with the guy and we want the guy to lead. So, so we do well, need that. Let me just jump in here. You know, what if the guy is paying and he flies you out more often? Let's say like he flies you. Because well, yeah. a lot of times the guy, maybe he's in this crazy high power job where he can't leave very much from his home base city and he's flying you to wherever. Right. Um, but he's but and then that's fine. But if he has like a chill job or he's like a barista, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's, I would love to be dating a barista. That would be great. <laughs> well, I think also that in that case, sometimes expectations need to be set because a lot of the time you think you're flying the girl and you're going to get the D and that's not yeah. the case. Like some people want to fly with no obligation. Like just because you're flying me out I don't want you to think I'm going to fuck you. True. Well, also, then you have to also figure out how many months, right? If it's a fly out in the first, second, third, whatever. But after a while, it's like, you know, if we're flying out enough times. Then some- yeah, I mean, you you have to see if you're sexually compatible eventually. But yeah, I, do, I see your point, Anisha. In the beginning, I mean, there shouldn't be those expectations or an obligation that you need to sleep with this person. Um, but because you are doing long distance, you do have to set the expectations early on. It's not like, a first, second, or third date with someone in the same city. Yeah. I mean, I know a couple. We all know this couple. We won't name names. They met during COVID. They spoke for a year. They met maybe two times. And a lot of people, this happened to in COVID. And now they're married and they're fine. But I think that's a little crazy. I think now we're just living in times that are just different. And people are are doing things that they wouldn't usually do. And me point in case I went on a dating app and I met someone and I moved to Arizona. I mean, I can, but that's for my myself. concern though. let's say you're pen paling with someone for you know months on end. And then you end up meeting after a long time, six months, whatever. And you're either not physically compatible or there's like things in person that are annoying or like they don't get along with your friends or something. That's, that's what I struggle with with long distance relationship is like, how do you even know how they fit into your life? But that's why you shouldn't pen pal. I hate pen paling. So, you know, Anish gave me this advice when I started talking to someone that he was long distance. She was like, you should FaceTime them first, right? Because that gives you an idea. But I wasn't going to stretch it out six months. It was like a month in, are we going to see each other? Because then there's no point, right? I mean, I can have a pen pal in fucking New York, right? It's like, but if I'm investing this time in this person that doesn't live here, 
we need to see each other within at least, I would say, a month. I think there needs to be timelines and deadlines if you're in a long-distance relationship. Unless you're okay with it going on for eternity as pen pals, then that's your prerogative. But I do think if you're serious about a relationship and everyone needs to be on the same page, then you need to set timelines. And that's why I've set timelines. A lot of people have said, guys don't like timelines. Well, guess what? I don't like wasting my Mm -hmm. time. So for me, I needed to know first that we're compatible, which I kind of figured that out within four months, three to four months. Then we were exclusive. And then month seven or eight is when I introduced him to my parents. And that was after we lived together for a month to see if we were compatible living together. And then month 12, you know, I moved in with him. And now hopefully month 14, we're getting the ring. But going back to month one through four, what was your expectation? Like how often were you guys seeing each other? Every weekend. Every weekend. Just clarify, where were you and where was he? Yeah, it was easy because he was in Philly and I was in New York. Now, what do you do if someone's in Canada, let's say, and you're in Miami, then what do you do? I mean, you have to set the expectations that work for you guys, whether that's once a month, twice a month, whatever. Well, that's why for me, I think it's important to date someone who's, or long distance date someone even in a place that's like convenient for you, whether it's like, maybe you have a family home there or family friends there, work is there. So like, I actually don't mind looking on the West Coast. I've made this joke before. I'd rather date someone in LA than in New Jersey. And New Jersey <laughs> really is long distance. You're so you know? anti-New Jersey speaking to I New Jersey. I know, I know who you are. I know that you're I don't really have any friends who like spend their time in New Jersey. I don't really want to like, you know, discover New Jersey unless I go to Newark Airport, take a flight and go to LA. I have like tons of friends in LA and San Francisco and I have work out there. So whenever I'm out there, it's like a great use of my time. So I think that's an important thing to consider in a long distance relationship. Someone has to be open to moving. At least initially, one person has to give a little more. Cheats, have you been in long distance ever before? No, I haven't. I'm just trying it out now. Oh, no wonder you're I'm just like swimming in the pond. This is because you've never done it. I love it. I, I mean, I like it. That's why you love I it, love because it. you've never yeah, done yeah, it. But I'm, I'm going to tell you why I like it, because it's you get to see this person, you know, like once or twice a month whatever, but then you get the rest of the month to just do you and hang out with your friends and live your <laughs> life. Cause when you, when you get married, I mean, you're living with, you know, your boyfriend now, but like when you get married, you're spending every single minute with this person, like this, like long distance allows you to enjoy, you know, the time that you have for yourself. I think it's so hard to understand the routine of being in the same city as someone until you're actually course, in the same city. Right. Of course, eventually when the time comes, you should live together before you get married. That I'm in agreement with. I'm just talking about the beginning stages. I'm just talking about no, no, no. my concern is spending six to eight months long distance doing whatever and things no, are going I, I would do four, I would do like three months long distance okay. and I can work from wherever. So I would go down, not oh, down, I, I would go wherever that you know you go down on them. <laughs> like I would go and see this person and work from their space so we can I think it's important to be in each other's environments and like of course, maybe you well in this space. But also, yeah. can you do well in your space? I, I don't. I mean, maybe that's less important if you're the one who's moving. But like, you have to be compatible in each other's lives, routines, friends, family, all that. And that's why dating in the same city makes sense because you can see, and you've seen me in some relationships where like things were good until we realized that we that me and the person I was dating we weren't compatible in each other's lives, friends, and all that. Right. I think you can see that quicker when you're in the same city. It takes more effort and time and long distance, but I think 
you could still achieve that. It just takes more time. I think my first relationship was successful for so long, 12 years, because it was long distance. And my relationship now is so successful because my boyfriend's never home. There you go. <laughs> so I'm in a long distance. I'm living with someone, but I'm in a long distance relationship. You're, you're not the only person in our friend group who lives in the same city as someone and in a long distance relationship with them. <laughs> <laughs> not naming names. Long distance can mean different things, right? It's not a different zip code necessarily. Yeah, we have yeah, friends well, in New York City that live in the same mentally city. Mentally long distance. Mentally yeah. long distance. Yeah. yeah, we have friends in New York City. Their partners live in New York City and they barely see each other. No, they only meet each other on trips. <laughs> yeah, or one person could be crazy and they're on a different planet than their significant <laughs> other, right? That's long distance. I guess, what have you experienced so far, Sheets, with long distance? Like, where are you at in you know, the talking stage, you're in month one, month two, but you're open to it, which is huge. And congrats for putting yourself out there. It's tough to get back into the I, dating I world. I really put myself out. I mean, I wouldn't have done this, you know, three or four years ago. I'd been like, oh, I'm going to, you know, keep hunting in New York. But the thing that I like about long distance is that you genuinely get to know someone because you're spending a lot of time just talking to them, right? So you're building this emotional connection, um, which that's what stands the test of time, right? Not like, like when I go out, when I've gone out with guys in the city, it's like, you know, I have this like crazy spark with them or like, you know, it's like this intense, intense chemistry that eventually burns out very quickly. And so I'm like, oh, this is it. But with long distance, like you, I feel like you really get to know someone because you're investing all this time. You're doing a lot of pre-work. True. I would also say though, my other concern is like, when you're in the same city dating someone, you can just kind of date. And the idea of like, let's say in a relationship in the city, in the same city, you meet twice a week, maybe once during the week, once the weekend, one other time, you're not like always being intimate, hooking up or whatever. Whereas mm-hmm. in a long distance, I get the sense that you're always like having sex or something. Unless is, you're me. It's not, it's not a, sorry. <laughs> Unless you're me. We're always tired. Yeah. But you guys live together. But I'm just saying like, if you're in, if you're in a long distance, unless you only meet every two weeks, you're probably hooking up every single time you meet. Not a bad thing, but then it just becomes like, I don't know. It's not as special. I don't know. I have a crazy libido. (laughs) I feel like I'd hook up regardless. Like if it was someone in New York, I'd be doing the same thing. And speaking of crazy libidos, you know, if for anyone listening out there, my mom gave me amazing advice. She said, you know, oh, what if he's doing something while I'm not there? For example, I travel a lot and I've spiraled with both of you. You know, what if he's talking to this girl or, well, you know, what, what if something's happening there? And my mom said, whether you're there or not, they're going to do it right under your nose, hon. If they're capable of doing anything, they're going to do it right under your nose. And we, we all know those people. We know people that live together, you know, <laughs> met each other in the same city and they're doing that. So, I mean, your mom is absolutely right. Yeah. You need to build trust if you're in long distance, but whether you're living with the person or long distance, if the person you're with is capable of doing that, they're going to do it anyway, whether you're in the city or not. Everyone is capable of doing it. It's just... It's discipline. Exactly. It's like, you know, Dits and I are on this fitness journey, right? Like, we are disciplined. We're not going for the cheesecake. We're eating a Quest cookie instead. It's kind of like that, right? Yes. Or, like, or if you're me, you eat the cheesecake, you log it, and you're very good the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> I want to just say, like, one story of, like, my two of my friends that we were all in Hong Kong together... And they were like dating for a year or so, both Indian, great relationship. They were part of our friend group, everything. 
And then the guy had to move to New York for work. And they had like a very sad separation, but like they stayed together and they did New York, Hong Kong long distance for about a year or so. And she made plans, looked for a job in New York, moved and they ended up getting married. But there was like a plan, right? And for me, I like the idea of long distance when you have a base. Like you st- these two people spent the time being in the same city, being around each other's friends, like getting to know everything about each other. And then the long distance happened. So I'm not against long distance. I'm against the idea of long distance to start. Like if you're dating someone, they got to move. That's fine. So that's my view. What if you meet someone great and you have this like great emotional connection with someone and they just don't live in your city? Are you willing? Oh, to- I'm not, I'm not opposed to it. I'm just telling you why I'm hesitant. Cause there are, no, I, I get fair. it. I've also dated so many people in the city and I've run out of people on Bumble and Hinge, which is why I've briefly deleted them. But I'm just saying like, it's just another added headache. I also think it's hard to find people when you're in such a bubble. The three of us, we live in these bubbles where we know everybody. And at least for me and Sheets, we're limited even more because we specifically want to be with Indian people. And so it just makes it really difficult. And you have to start looking outside of the tri-state area. I mean, me and Sheets have made out with the same people as her aunt. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure we have more overlaps than than we've even discussed. Yeah, we, we don't want to. The Venn diagram is large. <laughs> yes. You know, it is what it is. And so I understand why Sheets is looking outside. I mean, I had to. And to be fair, I think there's long distance, you know, East Coast, West Coast. And then there's long distance, you know, Miami, New York. I don't think those are too much of a hike, but yeah, you're talking. My New York is wonderful. Yeah, you're talking now. Like even for us now, I moved to Arizona and I miss you guys. It's we don't talk as much as we used to. We make the effort, but sometimes you know I'm in bed and you guys are already in midday. You made a good point, Anish. Though you said we make the effort, right? Yes. So you, you're making the effort with your friends. You would of course do that with somebody that you care about that's living on a different coast. For me, it's like, I don't know, it's hard to develop the feelings for someone when you're not getting that much face time. Because like all these relationships that you have with someone by text or whatever, I don't know, we all became friends, not because we met over text, it's because we like all hung out during the pandemic and like we all like did a lot of stuff together. And then afterwards, long distance, hey, we spent all that time together. We have no problem calling each other every day, right? I think the general consensus with all of us to put a bow on it is if you're serious about the person You'll do anything for love. But the three of us, we feel like you should have a deadline and a timeline yes. and you should move and in and be together. In a plan. In a plan. Yep. Chito's timeline's a lot quicker than yours, Anisha. <laughs> As it should be. I'm following Anisha's lead. Everything she did is what I'm following. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, why do you have the timeline for the ring? I'm like, because I'm in Arizona. I, I've told my boyfriend, I don't need to be in Arizona unnecessarily if you don't want to marry me. And here's the thing. It's like, what the fuck are you waiting for? That's the thing, yeah. right? And then people have said, oh, well, then maybe he's just proposing to you because he doesn't want to lose you. And I was like, no, I don't think he's that type of guy. I mean, I think- that's not a bad reason, by the way. Like, <laughs> it's well, not then, the worst well, reason. Well, you'd have to sign the paperwork because guess what, hon? As soon as I get the ring, we have another deadline. I've said we got to get married right. by Halloween, boo. Oh, my God. Don't stretch out the engagement. Yeah. Do not. It's just like having a panic attack already. I've seen the best people stretch out engagements and then I don't know what it is. Like something it doesn't work. It just doesn't work. Like these yeah, ones. People stretch out engagements and then pandemics happen and they have to move <laughs> the wedding a year. 
<laughs> or they never get married. Or I mean, they just never have the wedding. <laughs> cheers to all of you. Thank you for coming on. And Sheets, we wish you the best of luck in your long distance LDR endeavors. And Ditz, I am so proud of you in your weight loss journey, which we'll talk about on a different podcast episode. That's big yeah, news. Yeah, just being, just being healthier, to be honest. You know, eating better, walking more, being more active, the gym, all that good stuff. And uh, I'm enjoying the break from the dating apps and dating in general because it's been a grind. You're working on yourself, Ditz. Self-love first, always. Self-love. Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for sipping the chai with me this week. If you like the show, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram at Anish Ramakrishna. I would love to hear from you. Join me next week for more chai. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you so much for sipping the chai with me this week. If you like the show, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram at Anish Ramakrishna. I would love to hear from you. Join me next week for more chai.